This episode of the Cascadian Beer Podcast has been made possible by the BC Ale Trail. Arrive thirsty, leave inspired at the bcltrail.ca. Welcome to the Cascadian Beer Podcast. My name is Aaron and I'm a Cascadian. In this podcast series, I profile the breweries of Cascadia, a region that has a strong presence in the international beer scene. If this is your first time here, welcome. I hope you enjoy this episode of the podcast and I sure hope you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. That way you'll never miss an episode. Cascadia is a bioregion in the Pacific Northwest and the North American continent. It's made up of the U.S. states of Washington and Oregon, as well as the Canadian province of British Columbia. In this podcast series, I highlight the breweries of Cascadia, a region that has a strong presence in the international beer scene. Last summer, I was enjoying, and slightly melting, in the heat of the Okanagan while visiting Kelowna, B.C. Kettle River Brewing Company is a small-batch neighborhood brewery that has seen great support from the community as well as the local industry. Opening their doors in 2016, they've since expanded and added to their location. I sat down with some of the team from Kettle River Brewing. My name is Chris Dudinsky. I'm one of the partners at Kettle River and your general manager around here. I float between the back and the front. I'm Wilson and I brew. My name is Russ. I'm the other half of the partners and I do a lot of the administrative stuff and yeah, then anything else maintenance wise, whatever needs to be done around here. Sweet. We're at Kettle River in beautiful Kelowna. Thank you so much. This is three panels. Yeah, um, I think I've only had one other episode here with three guests, so yeah, we're doing good here. Doing yes, good. we showed up in force. <laughs> <laughs> so the first question is, uh, how long you been open here? It'll be three years, July, July 16th, I think. Cool. And uh, question for all of you, how did beer find you? Uh, I guess my beer taste kind of just evolved over the past, well, before starting this, over the, you know, say half a dozen years before starting this you know you just start with the gateway beers and then you get into it and of course like fat tug was one of the big ones for me and and then what really got me into the brewery scene was going down to visit chris in vancouver he, he lived in east van and the, the breweries around there you know were just great and walking distance and it came to the point where it was like why don't we have this in Kelowna? and uh that's kind of where it because started. it was just tree at the time right when you were thinking about this so yeah and then I think about probably eight months before we opened. No, probably more than that. A year before we opened, B&A started. So, well, yeah. Right, cool. How about you, Wilson? How did beer find you? Hieroglyphs. Right. Hieroglyphics. Right. You're a man from the past? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, seriously, I was in Australia and there was a brew pub there and had the beer timeline and there's these hieroglyphics on the wall and I was like, oh, I got so researched in the history of beer. I've always been in the industry I was doing a lot of hospitality and managing bars and mm -hmm. the brew the brew revolution happened during that period and it kind of swept me under its wing and here i am all right sweet chris how about you yeah i came to it in a i don't know a little bit of a roundabout way i mean being in vancouver there's lots of stuff like phillips around i was enjoying that and my 
background previous was in advertising. So I was enjoying beers like, say, Granville Island or something, maybe a little bit bigger. Mm -hmm. And then, like Russ was saying, Parallel 49 opened up about a block from me, and that kind of changed everything. And uh, Slightly. Ho yeah. Hooked ever since. <laughs> <laughs> right, cool. So just the idea of Kettle River, how did that start? Like, where, where did the, how did the conversation start? Yeah, Russell Field, this one. I mean, the idea for the brewery it's, uh, itself, just starting a brewery, it was kind of Chris and I sitting on our on my back deck and you know we were talking about how great you know the beer scene in vancouver is and why we don't have it here and we're like well you know uh, you know i'm good at fixing things and you're really good at <laughs> you know uh, the the advertising side of things or the the marketing side of things and like you know maybe if we find a brewer we could start our own brewery and then chris how did you find wilson there wilson came serendipitously um right. since opening we, we've moved through a few different brewers and uh it just so happened that Brad, who's been here kind of since we opened, was uh, leaving to start his own thing. And, you know, within a very short time span, w Wilson had reached out and uh, it, you know, felt like the right move as soon as we met him, you know? <laughs> per perfect so timing. far, so good. Perfect time on your part, huh? <laughs> we haven't killed each other yet. Right. Um, so what, what were you dealing with, Wilson, when uh, when you came here? Like, uh, have the styles changed much under your reign? And uh, what do you try to tend to focus on? Uh I would say it's changed. You know, the the core beers are here. We've I've added a few little bits and pieces, but I think just the the way that we do things is a little bit different. There was a lot of stuff here that you know is very good. The core brands, the the loose canoe and the the ABC, the pale ale and things like that. But just to add uh, a little bit more variety, we've looked at some of the styles and we've just perfected them and. We've added a few things that we think that will be uh, crowd pleasers. Mm -hmm. I'm a big uh, fan of your ESB. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, you know, that was, that was kind of a, a group effort. You know, it was something that was we talked about. And this is what we do. We figure these things out between us. And then we just try and implement them and try and make them work for, for the people out there. So Right. So uh, how was opening day then, Chris? Like, uh, how were you received by the community? Oh, opening day was nuts. I mean, there was, there was and still is quite a demand for for craft beer and, and people are really excited about it in town you know right from the opening there there was a whole bunch of people that were lined up and, and ready to go and uh as a few other spots in town have opened we've kind of seen the community grow and um yeah seen people get excited and learn more about you know, so so not a diminish in participation just just more no, awareness to right totally yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been maintained since opening and um yeah we're, we're doing our best to make changes now to you know keep the excitement going along with all the new spots in town and what would some of those changes be well we're looking at uh i guess the biggest one is a kitchen space mm -hmm. um since opening we were working with the girls from the creation food truck who are good friends of ours and uh they're gonna move in here and take over an awesome new kitchens under the title of provisions so we're, we're super excited about that and that's going to be open you know in the next couple of weeks here as soon as we can and then along with that we're doing some changes with our uh you know, kind of tasting room area to be a bit more accommodating to food service as well as expanding our patio. So instead of the, we have a little strip outside right now, it's about a car parking space. So it's going to be the whole front and a little bit more comfortable to hang out and enjoy the sun. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so then do you guys package your products at all? We have previously, um, you know, in kind of the off season when it's a bit slower, Cologne is a pretty, you know, good tourism town. So we try and offset some of our sales through uh, previously, you know, bomber bottles and moving them to a few, you know, select liquor stores around town. Moving into this winter, we are looking at maybe a few different options. We haven't quite settled on it yet due to what's been keeping us busy currently with the renos and everything. But um, 
yeah, you can expect to see a, sl- a small amount of package product. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like uh, with, with that package product also comes volume demands, right? So like, what's the size of your brew house and like, what do you need to do to accommodate that? If, work so, harder, right. brew faster. <laughs> it's going to be something that we, we have to work out and work, work through. But at the moment, we're just about keeping up. Uh, we've had a few issues just because of volume. People we're just selling a lot more product out the front. So in the autumn, hopefully, we'll be able to make a plan and, and see if we, you know, and we're not going to talk about expansions yet, but, you know, we've got a lot of things going on. But, I but, think, but what's the size that you're currently dealing with? Oh, uh, it's five barrel. Right. Yeah. So, and we've got five fermenters. We operate like a brew pub, so we're really not interested in trying to, you know, take over the world with distribution, mm-hmm. um, but we'd really like to offer you know, some takeaway product for our guests. And mm-hmm. so maybe like you know, in the form of like in. a crowler or something like that. You or, got it. That would yeah. be the most realistic in here yeah. for, for you to see, you know, kind of rolling into fall and through this winter. Right. I'm in conversation with Kettle River Brewing. Now, Kelowna is a big booming craft beer region in the province. And the best way to discover what else you can find is by visiting the bcaletrail.ca. The BCL Trail showcases many parts of the province. And on the website, you'll find recommended itineraries for each region, a comprehensive list of every craft brewery in BC, a calendar of beer events, and a blog with lots of great stories. The regional ale trails include local breweries, pubs, and restaurants, along with other activities the area has to offer. So whether you're planning a weekend trip or being a tourist in your own backyard, let the BC Ale Trail guide you to your next beer adventure. Arrive thirsty, leave inspired at thebcltrail.ca. All right, let's jump back into conversation with Kettle River. In terms of the three years that you've been opened, like how much of a change have you seen in Kelowna? Like, is, is there quite a wide variety in terms of beer styles, um, in terms of what's in, what's on offer, or is it kind of still kind of middle of the road in terms of what everybody's doing? I'd call it fair, fairly general, but there's definitely some, some people that are, are pushing towards style specific production. Like if you look at our friends up at wild ambition, they're doing some really cool, sour, wild stuff that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, is really specific to them and it worth going out there to check them out. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you go to Ollie at boundary brewing, he's doing German specific styles and, uh, you know, we're, we're a bit more on the West coast end of things. So there are a different range as far as, you know, consumers go. I think people are pretty open to whatever right now. You definitely still get some of the folks that walk in and ask for your lightest, closest to Budweiser, but then you also get someone who's really excited about a barrel-aged barley wine, so a little bit of everything. All right, sweet. Um, just expansion plans. I mean, like, that's, pr- that's pretty much where you're going is the kitchen at the moment, you know, looking at possible possible packaging things, and you're just happy with the size. You're You're, like, not looking to build a second location or anything like that or... No, definitely yeah. no, no <laughs> desire to make a second location. I think you can expect to see from us once these renos are done and we've kind of worked through the front of house changes to be looking at some, uh, you know, additional volume in the back so we can, you know, be a bit more consistent on the different SKUs we're producing as well as how we roll out that bit of package product. So it's, you know, available and not just, you know, here for a week and then gone for six weeks or something like that. So moving into our production schedule in the back this fall is going to be you know, a lot of our focus. So, uh, in terms of, uh, opening up a brewery, what would be some advice that you could give somebody who's, uh, looking to do that? Let Russ do this one. <laughs> I don't know. Find a bunch of money. That's, I don't know. It's the biggest thing. We, when we started this, we, you know, we kind of just asked our moms and aunts and uncles for a little bit of investment and had a little bit of our own cash. And that, you know, it was, it, it was the hard way to do it. We, we started really small, and, you know, we started on a, uh, what was it, like one barrel. 
basically our last brew kit was one one barrel. We had 16 one barrel fermenters, and that's how we rolled into our first, uh, I guess, one and a half years. And uh, must have been a relief with uh, five barrels. Well, five barrels, <laughs> huge. <laughs> but uh, but it's just the way we could do it with with what we had. I mean, obviously, the more resources you have, the better. I don't know. I'm sure there's tons of things that we could tell you that we did wrong. Yeah, the list is bottomless. <laughs> I, I, I think some good advice that uh, it is to be as handy as you can or know folks that can help you fix things, whether it's, you know, your glycol unit or I don't know if your boiler's acting up or something. Any Anyone, if you can do it better, but if you've got a buddy that can come and have a look, I, that goes a long way. And we've been really lucky with a lot of, you know close friends that have been able to step in and help us out or, you know, neighboring breweries or what have you. And, uh, Wilson, what, uh, could somebody do to make better beer? Uh, how to make better beer, just believe, be consistent, do your research, uh, think about all the, all the variables, uh, and dream, you know, there's a lot of dreaming, just be, be exciting, try and do things differently. There's a lot of good beers out there and there's, and there's a lot that aren't. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think just, Practice what you know, try and do it well, be consistent, and uh, just be interesting. Cool. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen, for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for coming by. Thanks. Huge thank you to Chris, Wilson, and Russ for their time, especially since construction was going on. So since this taping of this episode, they have since opened the Provisions Kitchen uh, and expanded their patio outside. So lots has happened. And you know what? I saw on their Instagram the other day, there's some cans sneaking around. So... Everything they're talking about, they've done. So there we go. So be sure to check them out there in Kelowna. Can't wait to go up and visit them again. Uh, I checked out the expanded patio a few months ago. And uh, you know what? I'm looking forward to just spending some more time there because I really love the guys at Kettle River. Thanks a lot again, guys. And thanks again to the BC Hill Trail for making this episode possible. You can visit them at bchilltrail.ca. If you want to follow along with this podcast series, you can by going to the website, cascadian.beer. What do you know? Uh, you can also follow us on social media by going to facebook.com forward slash Cascadian Beer or on Twitter at Cascadian Beer and on Instagram at Cascadian Beer Podcast. Thank you so much again for your time. I really hope you subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app so you won't miss the next episode and hope you share it with a friend too. I really appreciate your time. And until next time, remember, support your local.